0: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito And Welcome to another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes. The Dream Take Podcast. My name is... Mike Brown, and we have a very special guest tonight. Actually, a very special episode of the Dream Take tonight. We are not talking Rockets basketball game-wise. We're just inviting a friend of the podcast on to talk all things Houston Rockets. Xavier, Xavier, is it Thibodeau or Thibodeau? Yes, sir. Okay, Thibodeau. I got that right. What's up, my Thibodeau. man? Thibodeau. What's going on, bro? Hey, man. Man, I can't wait, bro. Let me I tell you something. I wait. So this... This is going to be fun I feel like.
1: Because right,
0: right. first of all tell us uh I see uh where people can follow you let them know uh where they can find your work cuz I see you're involved in a couple of different things. So let the people mm-hmm. know before we get started right, where they right. can find you.
1: Yeah, so y'all can find me on Twitter at Day Ice 171 and I write for uh this website called roll call sports. Um, and I have the link to my router page on my Twitter. So take um, uh, me out
0: and yeah, I can't wait, man. Perfect. So let's set the table a little bit, right? I don't know how familiar you are with the dream take, um, it's myself and Jeremy Brenner. Mm, right, right. We are, we come from very different thought processes as it pertains to the Rockets. He's very pro rebuild, build it the right way, take however long mm. it takes for a rebuild. I am the opposite. Mm, right, right. I, I, nobody's got time for that. And I guess let's start here. A which mindset are, are you of? Do you feel like the Rockets are doing this thing the right way where you've had the worst record in the league two years in a row? You haven't gotten the number one pick in the last two NBA drafts and you are on pace to be worse than the last two years. Nah. So where, what, what's going on? How do you <laughs> see it? You know what I mean like right right we're right. Getting, we're, getting, we're getting right into it <laughs> right, okay, right so so you tell me, are they doing this the right way
1: man, so um, with this question, um I do feel like it's super subjective um it's more so like and the higher of the beholder. Like um for me, like uh I have uh a, a toddler, so like I'm just like more um inclined to be patient. So um like on um, right raucous Twitter, um, there's, a lot of people that's like, um, that, that don't believe that like we should, um, like, look as bad as we have been that like, um, for me, like with this draft that's coming up, um, I don't mind it too bad because um like this is the d draft like to um bottom out but with these games man uh it does get super hard to watch uh, and just like um, these guys make the same mu- mistakes game after game. So, um, I-, I can see how people are like starting to like turn on what, uh, Stone has built on, but you have to like take a, Step back and like look look at the bigger picture. So um I like just um try to like be a patient person, man. Like
0: um. but let me ask like, you let me ask you this. You, right, right. You brought, up, you, you brought up the word patience, right? Right, right. Okay. So when you say what stone is built on, here's my problem, right? Because I feel like Rockets Twitter, which you're a firm part of, Mm -hmm. is starting to turn on this rebuild. And it's slow, but me, I've I've been turned against the rebuild for the last year and a half. Because the way I see it, they're not developing. There's not one guy on this roster that is getting better because of this coaching staff. Right, right. I will say that Raphael Stone, I give nothing better than a C- to. He is completely whiffed on free agency. Yeah. Like not even close that like he gets an F for free agency. You signed uh, Daniel Tice. Your yeah. coach misused him. Then you get rid of him less than half a year later. You've done nothing in free agency to improve this team. In my opinion, and I don't know where you're going to fall with this, but I'll tell you, you react to it. I would have taken Evan Mobley over Jalen green. Like That's fair. That's fair. He, he whiffed in this last draft. Now, I take that back. He didn't whiff in this last draft. You get number three, you failed the lottery. And I know that seems crazy to say, but Mm -hmm. when you lose on purpose, which is what this team does, would you agree with that or disagree with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you agree that they're trying to lose. My point is you're trying to lose games to get the number one pick. When you end up with the number three pick, that's a monumental failure of a season. Right, right. That's where I'm fed up. I think Silas stinks. I think his coaching staff stinks as a whole. I think the owner stinks. And I think the GM stinks. And nothing's <laughs> going to change until they change the GM and the coach. You can't change right, the right. owner. But overall, the roster stinks, the coach stinks, and the GM stinks. That's where I'm at.
1: And I'm yeah, frustrated. I like, frustra-
0: right. I know you probably can't tell, but I am a frustrated oh. Rockets fan. Mm-hmm. Man, I can tell, bro. <laughs> that's why, but that's where I'm at. I mean, yeah, I'm 32 yeah. years old. I'm 32 years old. I've been a fan of this team since I was a kid, you know. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to the days of, and you can agree with this. I, I want to hear your take on this. Back in 17, Tillman Fertitta did not do everything it took to give that roster the best chance to win an NBA yeah. title. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like people give him credit. You know, he paid his roster, but did he do everything that he could do to win an NBA title in 17 with those guys that he had? My opinion is no. hmm But I feel like um, that, like, goes into
1: um, the, like, next topic, with, which is, like, um, why, like, does Tillman – um like one to like tank and um fair it's great. great. I question. mean like I like can see him um rush it because his like um like his wealth is so like tied into um the franchise that like he has to, uh, start trying to make something now. So, um, I mean, I can see like how people would, um, think that, um, he would try to
0: rush it. Um, but my, um, but what is it, but what is it, what does that mean? Like no one can explain to me what that means. Mm-hmm. Right, I, right, press, right. I press people on Rockets Twitter. And one thing I don't like to do, unless I'm talking to them on the show, Mm -hmm. you know, we record this show, we'll publish it tomorrow. I don't name names because I think that's wrong without having their side of it to be able to talk about it. But there are, you can go check out the dream take. You can go see the interactions that I've had. I don't know what rushing the rebuild means. Like, I'm sorry, does rushing the rebuild mean that you don't want to accept being the worst team in the league? You want to spend more money on your roster and you're done trading away your best assets for nothing more than draft picks that you don't know what those turn into. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm missing what, and again, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong, but what does rushing the rebuild actually mean? Right. Right. So like for
1: me, um, But I have seen a couple people like um, say that we should trade Jalen Green um, for help. Um, like
0: that's like, ridiculous. That's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's exactly awful. I mean, that's an awful like him yeah. for like like Paul George or um, Kawhi or. Like players, might, like you, have, you, have that, my attention. you have my attention they, with those then, names. Then I'm like, like, dude, like, where, um, Kawhi, like, he's nice, man, but, um, his knees scare me, man. Then, like, uh, he's What's what, fair? like, 32 now? So, like, like that's just a, a big risk. Then, um, like trading away, like guys like Shangun, and um,
0: would you trade Shangun? That's a whole nother <laughs> yeah. topic. Like I feel like you can, I feel like we can do like an entire show, but we only yeah. have a minimum amount of time. Oh uh, like right, do right, right. As possible, I'll mm. give you my take on Shangun real quick. Massive upside offensively. Yeah, comparing him to Jokic. He's disrespectful to Nikola Jokic. He's Thank not. You. He's not Nikola Jokic. Like people need to stop doing that. It, it's it's disrespectful to Jokic. Defensively, Shengoon might be one of the worst big men I've ever seen.
1: Right, right. He might be.
0: He's definitely in the top ten. People on this show who listen to this show, they accuse me from time to time that I hate Shengoon. <laughs> Say, <Same>, bro. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't no. hate Shengoon. I don't hate. I don't. I don't hate opera and Shengoon. My, My problem, problem is, is this thing. <laughs> he's, not, he's not a center. They're misplaying him at center. He reminds me, hmm. I don't know how familiar you are with this guy, he reminds me of Andrea Bargnani. I think Bargnani was a better mm. shooter. I think he was more hmm. slick yeah. with it, and he wanted to be on the perimeter more, but I compare those two because Bargnani was terrible defensively. Uh, Shengun is a better passer than Bargnani was, but Bargnani with his size... He should have been better on the block. Shangun is much better on the block, but he's not a big man. Like I don't think of him as a big man. I feel like he's a mm. inside-out version. Yeah, forward. But his problem is, is that yeah. he's seven foot, so you have to play him at center. If Laurie Marketing puts
1: up fifty can't on you, either, so, no. S- s- no. so it's hard
0: to play him. Uh, uh, exact perimeter. But, but I guess my question to you on this specific topic: should Alper and Shang-Goon be untouchable?
1: Man, so um most people know how I feel um with Shangoon. Um he uh can't mm-hmm. 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 defend the space. He can't uh Defend the rim. He's um like too handsy. Like um like he's yep. dang near like not playable um defensively. But like we don't have nobody on the um team right now to like take chances from him. So like, like like we have to give him a shot to um work, work through his mistakes, but um long term, like I just can't see us um playing him like during a a a. Uh, layoff game, like down the stretch, because teams like will hunt him. So like, um, uh, uh, did, did the you I say mean, playoffs? What are you talking <laughs> about playoffs? What are you talking
0: about but playoffs? But
1: like, come on, man! Like my like main thing with rebuilds is like you have to build to win the chip. So, like, um, will he be there during the pivotal times when it's time to win the chip? So, like, um, as long as he can, like, be a six-man type, then I'm cool, but, um... His fans, man.
0: Um, I can't. His fans I can't, I can't, do not want that. So, like, um, his fanboys. I think that, like, his fanboys <laughs> and girls on Twitter, literally, It's so bad, bro. And and that's my that. I guess that's where I disengage with Rockets Twitter. I've been to these events, right? I don't know if you go to these watch parties. And I meet a lot of mm-hmm. these. I've met a lot of these guys. I should say. Mm-hmm. I'm not for everybody, right? Like my opinions are of, I live in facts. I don't live in, you know, well, give me three years. Watch what Raphael Stone does. No, because I may not be here in three years. Mm -hmm. You know what? Like that's my mentality as a sports fan. I think, I don't know what you've seen or like a lot of fans now, I feel like more so than five years ago, they want their team to lose especially if you're in the media business because it drives Mm -hmm. people towards your content because the draft drives content Mm -hmm. being bad drives discourse being bad drives tweets, right? Mm -hmm. I am a Miami dolphins fan. People berated the dolphins all year yet. They were in the dance this year and they had a shot and they Mm -hmm. took Buffalo down to the wire yesterday that's all I'm asking of the Rockets because right now, Xavier, you don't even, you're not even close. And you're in year three of this. What's going to change? Yeah. You're about to yeah, lose your man. picks to Oklahoma city, Brooklyn, all of a sudden looks like they have no interest in losing games. And what happens if James Harden doesn't want to come back here next year? Mm. And what if yeah. you don't get a top two pick in the draft? Cause it just happened. Yeah. It just happened. <laughs> now, Just looking at Grim, bro. That's the thing, is like, do I like Nick Smith from Arkansas? He's fine. He's a fine player. NBA comp is Gilbert Arenas. You think this team needs a Gilbert Arenas? No. No. You know what? Amen Thompson is a Sean Livingston, I guess. After watching him play? I like Sean Livingston. Sean Livingston was a nice player. Gonna take that in the top five in the NBA draft. Sean Livingston? That's what they said. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I've seen. But that's my question with this franchise is they have no direction. Because mm-hmm. what is this team, right? A, if, you had, if you had to describe this team in one word, how would you describe them? Talent. And, mm. like, um, the,
1: like, main thing that uh, Stone does and like, um, I mean, it could uh be looked at in more than um one way. but that like he um drives for talent? So like, um, he's
0: not building a roster. Exactly, you don't build a roster. Exactly. That way. So that's the problem.
1: Like, he got parts, but they don't fit. And then on top of that with Silas, he doesn't help it. So like right now it just looks so bad, man. So um this summer is pivotal, man. So yep.
0: we have yep. to um see Well, you have the, yeah, you have the worst coach in the league. Steven mm-hmm. Silas is the worst is the worst coach in the uh, league. True, true or false. By far. Okay, so we're on the same but, page there, Yeah, right? I think – I you say talent. I've said dysfunctional because they're yeah. a, this weird combination of talent, but they don't fit. Like nothing mm-hmm. fits. Yeah. And then you look at decisions being made, like sending Ty Ty Washington to the G League. Why would you draft Man. a guy in the first round and then play Deshaun Nix? Not only played Deshaun Nix the other night, or the other day, what was that? Sunday? 32 minutes, bro. <laughs> you play him 32 minutes, 32 he nothing, minutes. <laughs> he does nothing for you. So you reward Ty Tai Washington with 12 minutes on the court after putting up 53. And I like the G, Man, G League. I'm sick, bro. <laughs> That's what, you see what? Like, my problem with this thing is there's too many situations like that, right? And again, yeah. you run through. I love Tari Eason. I think Tari Eason is a, is a, is a dude, right? I, I think he's a future starting forward in this league. Why is he only playing 18 minutes a night? I, we, I don't get it. We have too much talent, bro. So like, I don't think it's like, that like you have, you have so, Eric Gordon. Eric yeah. Gordon is playing 30 minutes a night on the worst team in the league. That's a fireable yeah. offense. <laughs> if I was the owner of the Rockets, sure. if that was happening as the head coach, I would fire my head coach based on that alone. And I'm joking sort of, but not really. Like they've waited way too long on Gordon. Gordon's value was decently high last year. He's an expiring contract now, but look at Phoenix. Phoenix is 12th in the, in the West right now. You think they're going to go acquire Eric Gordon to what maneuver their way back into top six? Nah, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, they have a brand new owner, right? I don't know where you fall on the Harden deal. I gave that an F minus for the Rockets um, based on where they were at that point, I've softened on that a little bit, but not much. There's just Mm -hmm. not a lot. There's not a light to, there's not a lot to like about what this front office has done. The last two and a half years is ultimately Mm -hmm. where I come out of this. And I'm a lot more hard on them than a lot of other people. But my thing is look across the league, right? How many rebuilds actually have succeeded in a championship in the last 15 years? True rebuilds, like the Rockets are going through right now, slow and methodical. How many of those is at, have actually resulted in anything of being meaningful? Man, one, man, and that's Golden
1: State. That's yep. it. That's it. That's it. One.
0: Yo, and th- Come on, it? man. What about, what's the likelihood of being able to redraft the way that they got Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, and Steph Curry? None of those were number one picks. Not one of those guys. And then they, mm-hmm. they won a title, which is great. Then they lured Kevin Durant to come there. And they just filled out the rest of that roster. It was legit. But that's mm-hmm. it. You can argue it worked for Boston. I put that in quotation marks. They went to an NBA Finals. That's great. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And you know what they did? They lost. So to me, I don't know where you fall mm-hmm. in, in this conversation. That's a, that's a nothing burger to me. Mm-hmm. You, you, may, you may as well have done right, what the right. Rockets did. You did nothing last year. Oh, Mike, what are you going to say? Oh, they went to the NBA finals. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, bacon and ranch just entered the chat. The bacon ranch McCrispy available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. <laughs> win. There's one goal. There's right, one right. goal here. And that is to win an NBA Championship, mm-hmm.
1: and um for for me the, that um goes back to Shingun um with the Nuggets like they haven't won yet they haven't won so cool. like like it's just hard like yep. for me to. Bill Maher, Tim somebody like Shangun when like when was the um last team to win uh with a big with, with a big as their uh their best player?
0: it has been a um, long time, a super yeah. long time. I mean that's fair, and you can argue and again. What I live in, in sports, right, is facts,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. period. Jokic has not won anything of significance. Oh, he's won MVPs. MVPs don't mean anything to me. The the Pro Bowl in the NFL mean nothing to me. Going to an All-Star game, they don't mean anything. Because if that's the Mm -hmm. world that you want to live in as a sports fan, that's fine. But don't expect me to applaud you for making a Pro Bowl or, ma- or winning an MVP. Jokic has never been to an NBA Finals. You can talk about health of his roster. You can talk about all of those mm-hmm. things. That's all fair. But the bottom line is he has not gotten it done. They haven't won. They haven't won. And that's it. And that's why if I'm a Rockets fan, I'm not going to Toyota Center. I'm not buying your beer. I'm not buying your hot dogs. That's I'm, fair. Not bu- I'm not buying your memorabilia. I'm not paying for your parking. Because you have shown – the front office has shown the fan base time and time again over the last two and a half years, you don't care about winning.
1: Mm, well, is that, I mean, is that, a, is that a fair statement or no? Yeah, I mean, that's, that is fair, man. It, then it's, yeah. like, hard to, like, like, fight against that because what we're like, what we, uh, see and how they're uh playing like like they look really bad. So like there's just you you, you can't say like uh if anything, man. Like we just suck. <laughs> like,
0: well, and, th- and and that's the thing, man. Is again there there's a lot of time. I love talking to people who have different opinions than I do, right? Because you learn. That's the only way you learn, and you can have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Twitter is such such a cesspool sometimes with people because you can't get your point across. And my issue with this team, with this roster, Xavier, is where do you go next? Because talking a little bit, and we'll go for probably another 10, 15 minutes uh, so we can get ready for the game tonight. My my thing is... What, even if you draft Victor when Banima, it still doesn't solve your problem. This team can't defend the rim. They are horrific at defending the rim. So even if you get Vic, still doesn't solve this team's biggest problem, which is coaching and defending the rim. You're not going to win unless you can defend the rim. Yeah. Yeah. And would I would, and like would um, I like what's his name? Uh Scoot Henderson? I would. Because this team doesn't have is not playing a real point guard, meaningful minutes on a night in and night out basis. I'm talking about Kevin Porter Jr. Let's get to the elephant in the room. KPJ is not a point guard. Mm-hmm. How much longer do we need to have that conversation with people? Are you in camp? He is a point guard or he's not a point guard. <laughs> he's not, bro. Th- and like they
1: um they like mess with his development by putting him there. Then like that's sad man. It's sad, bro. It's just hard to to like keep on uh supporting this like team when they make like these like weird
0: decisions well and i love kpj i'm not saying that he shouldn't be a part of this team i think they're playing out of position he's he's out of position i've called team Mm. i've called him the modern day lou williams give him the ball get out of his way watch what he can do Mm. it's it's that simple you know and silas doesn't even have an offensive system he plays he plays la fitness basketball Multiple examples this year. It's mm. ISO, oh, you can't get the bucket, give it to somebody else. ISO, oh, you can't get it up, let's jack up a stupid three-pointer.
1: Man, so my, like, biggest thing, like, with Silas, there's, like, his um rotations. Like, he um sits guys oh. way oh. too long. And, oh. like, um... But a lot of the, uh, the guys that we have, like, they're um, r- rhythm guys. So, like, once they get hot, he sits them down. But and then he'll uh, wait till, like, the four. Um, and then Mark, it's like, dude, like. They don't have time to like, like, like get their, um, hot hand back. So they, um, man, like it sucks, man.
0: Well, he has, I think, I think solidified down what, what you and I are both saying. He has no feel for the game. Yes. And there's a reason. And, and I mean this with all due respect that he did not get a coaching job in 20 years as an assistant in the NBA that's what it comes down to for me well mike he helped lead the greatest offense in the history of the nba for the mavericks yeah and they lost in the first round what's your point that was Luca, bro <laughs> well and it was Luca. and the thing about look at what's happened you know christian wood leaves the rockets and he's playing really well in in, in and that, was... mm-hmm. that system jason kidd played the game jason kidd would I take Jason Kidd as a head coach of this team? I think it's uh, the game. In about five seconds. I, I'm a big Jason Kidd guy. Uh, loved him as a player. One of the, what, 10 greatest point guards of all time. Mm-hmm. So he has that feel for the game. And he also coached before. It wasn't a shock that Steve Nash didn't work out in Brooklyn the way I see it. I will, I, I will tell you this. Because I think Steven Silas is gone by the end of the year. I'll, I'll answer this question before I, mm-hmm. I throw it to you. If I could pick one guy to be the head coach of this team next year, and I don't think it's going to happen, but my oh my goodness, fall out of my chair, a plus higher for this team is Kelvin Sampson. Kelvin yep. Sampson, that's solid. Yep. But um, who's your guy? If I could, if you could have you think, one realistic name, who would it be? Sorry, you were gonna ask me a question. Go ahead, and then yeah, yeah. Uh, do you think that like?
1: he will leave a, a good program to, like,
0: come to this mess? Well, here's the thing. Uh, it's a great question. Number one, Tillman Fertitta, owner of the Rockets, is the, the head of the, the – mm-hmm. I think he's the chairman of the board for the University of Houston. There's one tie. Second tie is right, right, right. now his son, uh, Kelvin Sampson, is the lead assistant for the University of Houston. His daughter runs operations, and his granddaughter also lives here in town. His whole family is here in Houston. Uh, if mm-hmm. the University of Houston wins the, the title this year, I could see him leaving. That would be the and only. I'm way. praying, bro. <laughs> oh, for sure. No, as an alum of the University of Houston. Yo, saying. Oh, I mean, yes, sir. <laughs> you know, number one team in the country, uh, balling Yo. right now. Uh, Jerris Walker love Jerris Walker. If he give me a rocket, I would take that in about 5 seconds. Um big body. Oh, paul he's Paul Millsap. The way yeah. I see it, yeah, he, literally Paul Millsap. I think he's a bigger version of Millsap. Like he's he's thicker than Paul Millsap, but I think he's a dude that'll play in the league for 15 Look, years. Yeah. He can play. That's mm-hmm. that's my guy. Number 2 would be Sam Cassell. Yeah, same um
1: He's my, like, top
0: choice. Oh, okay, so he's number one for you. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, would, I would give just about anything to bring uh, Peanut home. I think that was his nickname was Peanut. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, it's Peanut. Um, I, I mean, look, you talk about a pedigree and who he's been with the last, what, nine years? I think he's been an assistant, though, for 11 years, but I think he's been with Doc north of 5 years. I know he Yo. followed uh, he followed LeLon. him from from the Clippers. That's a name to me that you want to talk about excitement. Mm-hmm. Make it happen. Tillman, like, make it happen. That's it. Because Silas, <laughs> and Silas is not it, right? He's not it, bro. <laughs> he just like he got to go. <laughs> that that same Dumbass look on his face. If I have to see <laughs> it, honestly, like yeah, one more bro. time, I'm going to lose it. And I'll tell, I'll tell you my favorite player on this team right now that, and take out Jabari, like obviously the big names. I'm talking about my favorite non-big name for the Rockets right now is Garrison Matthews. You know why? Because yeah. the dude has some grit. Like he cares. Mm, right, right, right. You know, he, he acts like he gives a damn. Like Malik Monk, you're a, you're a punk, right? You're, don't grab the ball out of my hands, mm-hmm. right? I, I'm going to say something to you. He's gritty. He's tough. The, this Rockets mm-hmm. team doesn't have a lot we of We need that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like KBJ has that too. I mean, I've said, I said it on this show last year. I don't know how a lot of other people felt about this. When Kevin Porter Jr. literally left the stadium at halftime, it made me like him more. Because mm-hmm. he showed that he cared, like he's over this. You know, you got Eric Gordon mm-hmm. running his mouth against the team. The fact that they haven't traded Eric Gordon based on even yeah. his set of comments this year shows the ineptitude of this front office.
1: Yeah, like um, that's probably, uh for, for me, that's my biggest problem with um, Stone That that he um, – Holds on to his um like trade chips way too long when they uh start to de- appreciate the value, then like
0: it just sucks. <laughs> and I, I I hate that it comes down to that, but I think. That's if you have an honest conversation about the Rockets, there's just not a lot to like about them, you know? And I I wish it was different, right? Because I love this team. I love everything about this team, Mm -hmm. the the organization, right? The the pedigree that this team has, you know, like when you think about the guys that played for the San Diego Rockets, you're talking about guys like Rudy Tomjanovich who – in my opinion, belongs on the Mount Rushmore of the Houston Rockets organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, not even close. R- Rudy Elvin T is Hayes. There. Elvin Hayes. Uh, Ralph Sampson. Guys like uh, uh, Kelvin Murphy. Guys like Mario mm-hmm. Welly. Otis Thorpe. Sam Cassell. Uh, I will not put Yao Ming up there because mm-hmm. he's not a Houston Rockets legend, but that's another story for a different day. Oh my God. <laughs> for, a di- for a different day. That's uh, a hot take. <laughs> oh, oh, dude, I, uh, Jeremy, and I have come to, uh, Jeremy and I have almost come to blows. I'm, yeah, not, put, yeah. I'm not putting a guy who plays sure. one, one full season as a Rockets legend, just like Tracy McGrady's not a Rockets legend. You know, like Tracy McGrady, hey. when he goes into the Hall of Fame, it will be as an Orlando Magic. It's not as a Houston right, Rocket. Right. I'm not calling you a legend of this organization when you go into the Hall of Fame of not our team. And he made it out of the first round. His teams, one time, he wasn't even on that. He didn't even play. You know? And Yao was great. Don't get me wrong. Great player. He didn't have the longevity to be called a legend. In my eyes. But I digress. Right, right. But guys like that, that you have Mario Eli as a part of the organization. You have guys like Calvin Murphy as a part of the organization. You have Hakeem Olajuwon as a part. You know, he's at the games all the time. Hmm. Use Use him. So exactly. Use them there, right Maxwell. there. Vernon Maxwell. Bring him in as an assistant coach. Now, I don't know if he wants to be an assistant coach. Um, but if you wanted to be, make that happen, right, I'll give right. you a guy. Give me, your, give me your thoughts on this. There was rumored that Gary Payton wants to get into coaching. Gary Payton? You, you give you. me Gary Payton as an assistant on a team every day of the mm. week that ends in Y. Because that dude is the definition of tough and gritty. Mm, and he right, doesn't take, right. he doesn't take shit from anybody. So like my um,
1: like question is so like how like do you think these like kids nowadays would like like take him like being a coach? Cause he's like not um mm-hmm. like he uh.
0: He's a hard dude, y- man. You, yeah, so. Yeah. Like, how, let me ask you a question. How old are you? 28. Okay, so you and I are right there, 28, mm-hmm, 30, Yeah, yeah. Did you, did you play basketball in high school? Yeah. Okay, so did I. We grew up in an era of tough coaching. Mm-hmm. You got coached hard, hard growing mm-hmm. up, right? I was used to that. I mean, it was yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. You know, I didn't care, man, woman, it did not mm-hmm. matter. If you knew what you were talking about and you brought it to practice, it was absolutely you tell me what you want me to do. If a guy can't take hard coaching, then he has no place in my organization. Right. And I think a guy like that's the other part of this that's a great we, we should we need to do multiple shows, you and I together we have so much to talk about, it feels like. Right. Guys like Jabari Smith Dude. got coached by Bruce Bruce, per- per- Bruce Pearl, right? I've met Bruce Pearl. Mm -hmm. Bruce Pearl is a great guy, but damn, is that dude tough. You know, like Mm -hmm. these guys come from, you know, Alper and Sengu played in Turkey. I'm pretty sure there's a very small list of guys in Turkey that I could take in a fight. There's some tough dudes in Turkey, I'm assuming. Yeah. Right? Like these guys, I feel like want to be coached hard. I feel like KPJ wants to be coached hard. But Silas wants to be their buddy. He, there, there's no place soft, for that. man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, Silas, I feel like he wants to be their friend, but he's not cool enough to be their friend. And mm-hmm. he's like that weird guy that there's like a group of 10 buddies talking, and he's the 11th friend that wants to interject. And they're like, yeah, we don't have time for you. Like, go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I love – and before we wrap up, because we do have to get ready for the game tonight – um, what are your thoughts on guys like Anthony Edwards saying, yeah, Rockets should play more through shangun. That dude's great. Man, <laughs> And the more they go to shangun, we're still not winning games. My thought on all these guys saying that is they're trying to take the ball out of the player's hands Jalen that it should be in, which is Jabari Jalen and KPJ.
1: Exactly. So like, oh. man, like, the fan base is so torn on this. So torn on this. So, like, I have to, like, choose, like, my words carefully.
0: <laughs> but, like, um, well, let me let yeah. me ask you a question. Before you answer this, and, and this is, you don't have to answer this, but I'm going to ask it because mm-hmm. you said it. Why do you have to watch your words carefully? Right, right. I want this to be, like, <laughs> you told me exactly and you don't have to i'm just saying i mm-hmm. i want to have a show where we have people on they say their feelings mm-hmm. if someone gets hurt by it okay that's fine we can have right, a conversation right, right. about it and we go about it. but i digress i just wanted to put that out there and it's an interesting question for me that i like to ask people yeah okay
1: but um yeah man like for me like with my um my like the way that i want to to, like, team build, um, you can't start mm-hmm. a small center that can't move his uh, feet well, fouls a lot, can't uh, yep. protect the basket, can't uh, defend the space. Like, we can't play him uh Anywhere defensively so like teams will hunt him so so like he's just such a huge like liability the the defensively so like um for me man I just can't see it but true. Yeah. no.
0: I mean, I, th- I think I I think you're spot on. Um, I think this is a decent place to park the rocket ship for tonight. This is a lot of fun, man. Yeah, man. Same. Uh, you are literally welcome on anytime you want to come on. We go live. Yo, okay. Cool. Cool. Every single Rockets game, preseason, regular season, and <laughs> postseason. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, right, <laughs> right here on Spotify Live. One more time. Let the people know where we can find all of your work. Yes, sir. So
1: y'all can find me on Twitter at The <slurring> Iceman171. And they, they, they can find my work at rollcallsports.com dot com. And um the link for my writing page should be on my Twitter page. And yeah, uh
0: like, check me out. We will. We absolutely will. We'll make sure to include a link uh, for your Twitter profile when we uh, record, or excuse me, publish the show, which will be tonight Is Monday. We are hey, okay. going to publish the post game tonight. I will be back live here on Spotify Live as soon as the game is over tonight between the Lakers and the Rockets. So we'll post that tonight as soon as we're done with that. This interview, or interview, this show will be published <laughs> uh, tomorrow night. So we'll make sure it's a pub that out thank you so much everybody who joined us here on spotify live we'll talk to you in approximately three three hours it is 9 15 and it is always a good time to hashtag beat la we'll talk to you guys later and until next time rockets fans go rock